0: Listen, if you dare, to this Sundown 96.6 presentation.
1: and plug in your headphones as you are immersed in a spine-chilling realm of alien encounters, ghostly apparitions, hair-raising beasts, unidentified flying objects, and more. Welcome to the Cult Class Podcast. My name is Caitlin, and I am an artist and paranormal enthusiast. I create art as cult.class on Instagram. I am joined by my husband, Nick, This podcast is your one-stop shop for scary stories, paranormal news, and movie reviews. Listen at your own risk. There may be consequences when meddling with forces beyond human understanding. You have been warned.
0: sense of a recently declassified report of the deaths of 23 Russian troops, instantly transformed into pillars of rock during a battle with what was claimed to be alien creatures wielding a deadly weapon.
1: Supposedly, this energy source took the biology of the person and turned them into stone.
0: The whole thing was supposedly witnessed by a couple of soldiers who were hiding behind trees and were thus unaffected by the death rays.
2: Certainly something
0: that could transmute living flesh into stone that quickly is beyond our experience. According to the top secret report, the petrified soldiers, as well as the wreckage of the craft that they shot down, were taken to a secret laboratory outside Moscow. Russian scientists determined they had been turned into a substance like limestone. If true, could the Kremlin now possess otherworldly weapon technology? The Russians would have laid claim to that wreckage and would have reversed engineered the weapon system.
1: We have had quite the week.
0: Yes, we have.
1: Yeah, so Nick's parents came to visit us.
0: Yes, they did. What a treat. That was so much fun having them.
1: It was so fun. And we toured the Mark Twain house. Wait,
0: how cool of a house was that?
1: Yeah, so Nick, you've never seen that house.
0: I had not, but you had.
1: Yes, I've been on a tour of that house before. And it is considered, supposedly, one of the most haunted houses in America. Yeah,
0: on like a lot of lists.
1: Yes, and the inside of it is, it's so beautiful. Immaculate. It just has so much character and is from. They kept saying the Victorian era, mm-hmm. so I think I feel like it was similar to that. S. K. Pierce
0: definitely had like the same vibes for sure as the S. K. Pierce uh, mansion.
1: Like it, as far as design and architecture Press and everything, and ship, totally yeah. And
0: everything was you know to the nines. Actually,
1: now that I say that, I'm very similar. Mm-hmm. Like definitely same era. Mm-hmm.
0: What about how, with both places, how they hung their like. Picture frames. How interesting is that? They have Wait, a, like, how
1: did they hang them?
0: I don't know if you noticed. I pointed out to my parents, but I think someone noticed it on the SK Pierce mansion uh, tour that there's like a rail going around like the crown molding, mm-hmm. and there'd just be a hook and string that come down from there and would hang everything so you wouldn't put any holes in your walls.
1: I actually think that that's a museum so that they don't put the holes in the walls. Oh, that so I totally
0: think makes sense, yeah. Those are like
1: mounted bars for the original art. I mean, oh, I don't know how they yeah. hung art before, actually. Now, now you say that, it.
0: they were like extremely similar, so that would make the most sense. Yeah. But the tour that we went on was the quote-unquote ghost tour version. Mm-hmm. So you did like a regular one during the day, and this was like a like late afternoon. Their
1: graveyard e- shift is yes, what they call it. evening
0: yeah. tour, so it was all dark. There's like not a lot of light in the house. They or? have
1: it lit like the time period, mm-hmm. so it all looks like candles, basically. Yeah.
0: Yes, 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 exactly. So you walk in. It was kind of like really dark. It was dark and spooky. In. Yeah.
1: To set the scene for you guys, you we came in. It, the sun s- is setting. It's almost set and it's this victorian brown house it's painted brown it's got all these ornamental like wood carvings all over the outside then this big wrap around kind of weird wrap around front porch mm-hmm. and then it has this overhang where you walk in and that's where they used to pull the horse and carriage up to the front door um and when you walk in I mean everything just like the SK Pierce house is so heavy in design yes. it's not like modern like ooh light gray and right. white <laughs> or thin you anything know?
0: everything's very bold yeah, and or dark yeah like
1: that gray wood thing that we do now <laughs> and stuff it's all bold it's all dark there's a lot of wallpaper uh, it's lit like like the time period so it's like Mm -hmm. candle lit yeah the ceiling alone it has all these crosses through it that's like molding a molding design but it's all through the ceiling in this dark wood yeah it looks so cool it looks amazing and it actually is sort of like, why did we get so boring with our design? Totally, to be honest.
0: Uh huh. Even with like the wallpaper too, like in both houses, you know, yes. that one, the one we visited a couple weeks ago, and this one, the wallpapers are so cool. They have such personality.
1: Such personality. It's so beautiful. And when they talk about these houses, they're like, oh, they traveled here and they wanted a piece from Italy, or they like heard about this oh, designer that's right. and they want, yeah. and they like fill their homes with these rich, beautiful things. Mm-hmm. Which I feel like now, some some design. Uh, like, if that's your preference, yeah. like very clean, none of that. Uh-huh. So it's very different. And so we came in, and the girl's telling stories about ghost things that have happened. <laughs> and uh, the house is supposedly haunted, but there were a few deaths in Mark Twain's family. Mm-hmm. Um, there were also, well, there were a lot of deaths in his family. And then there was also the death of the butler that George that, the Butler. George the Butler. We heard a lot about him. And uh, I want to say it was a maid, that Katie girl, who was with them when they died. But she eventually died, too. Mm -hmm. So pretty much the whole family, Mark Twain has no living heirs. Right. The oldest daughter Daughter. that did live passed away recently, but she helped restore the, the home. Yes, yes. So there's a lot of tragedy in Mark Twain's Life And his real name is Samuel Clemens, side note. So the tour guide started talking, and she's like, Sam this and Sam that. And we're like, wait, we're at the Mark Twain house, right? (laughs) And I I forgot that he had a pen name, and half of us didn't even know. Uh Um, And his neighbor, just side note, was Harriet Beecher Stowe, which is really cool. So you can see her house, too. Right across the the lawn. Yes, and he was friends with her Mm -hmm. uh, and her family. Uh, Also, he had a lot of like famous old writers and... Notable people come through that house
0: Yes he did
1: So anyway the tour guide is telling us these stories And she's like oh one tour guide When she was standing in this room that we're standing in right now She just saw a person walk in the front door and walk to the kitchen, and she was like, "That's terrifying because like nobody was in the house and <laughs> it was a ghost." And we're all like, "What?" She said it. Every story was so like flippant, <laughs> just flippant. like, yes, "Yes, yeah, just like, oh yeah." And that's where that ghost was standing uh. and stuff. <laughs> and we were like, "Oh God!" Like I'll, I'll move. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah. Like she was like, "Yeah, you might want to get up out of that chair. That's where blah 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 yeah, happened." And like
0: you or a couple other people like. Tagged follow-on questions, like, so did you, like, go investigate, like, where that thing <laughs> yeah. went? Or did you, like, go follow that noise? And she's like, no, you know? I know. <laughs> no, we just moved on with the tour, you know?
1: I know. We were like, I don't know. They were just so, like, casual about these ghosts haunting <laughs> this house. And um, they had a photograph of a child in a window that was pretty creepy. Mm-hmm. And I guess that's what the previous owners of the house uh, didn't want to get into the paranormal stuff of it. But then people started sending him photos that they got, like, while they were on tours and stuff like that. So that's what really sparked all of this. So then at some point, the tour guide pulled out dowsing rods. And if you guys don't know what dowsing rods are, they're basically, like, Nick and his dad were like, oh, those are to find water, right? Right,
0: right. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you, like, walk with them over land to find underground waterways.
1: Yeah, okay. So maybe they respond to magnetic fields or something. Is that what they do? it's
0: something to that effect. Yeah. All that knowledgeable.
1: So, So, ghost hunters treat them sort of like a Ouija board, and basically, you hold them...
0: That's a good comparison, yeah. Yeah,
1: or people who are into spirits, you hold them, and if they move on their own, kind of like a Ouija board... Then the spirit is talking to you. Well, this girl pulled out these dowsing rods, and I was like, "I was like, I'm not here for this. <laughs> I didn't sign up to invite these ghosts to talk to us." Like, <laughs>
0: oh my, God. no, yeah, she pulled it out like she was applying chapstick on her chap lips or something. Again, like, just so casual, yeah, just so, so casual. casual.
1: And we were like, "Oh, oh, oh, this is what we're doing," you know. And we're all kind of little, like wimpy. Like yeah. I, I would say, none of us are like very into. Oh, yeah. You know, taunting ghosts or talking to ghosts (laughs) or anything like that. This girl isn't taunting them, but... But, like, she you know she was talking to them yeah. and we were like we didn't set up for this yeah. and so they start just like swinging around like
0: uh-huh. i don't know
1: if she was doing it with her thumbs I or don't know.
0: that's one of those like in my opinion like a junk science kind of thing because there's like so much room for personal manipulation
1: there's so much room for personal manipulation and there's so much room for like you're talking about if you're finding water mm-hmm. like different magnetic fields whatever right 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 um so anyway none of us really i think got a sp- Everybody said they didn't really get a spooky vibe in the house. I know. Yeah,
0: I didn't. My parents, you know, not so much.
1: I felt I felt like it was weird in one particular room. It's this green room. Uh, it's their library. That's where she pulled out the dowsing rods. I was like, great. Right. I was like, just get us out of this <laughs> room. And apparently the mantle that they have there is from an old castle. That's and right. Like,
0: yes. And yes. so
1: they, I don't know, a bunch of ghost hunting people think that maybe their spirit's tied to that.
0: Tied to that,
1: yeah. Regardless, uh, there was one very present spirit named George the butler. George the butler. And that's the first thing the girl asked when she had the dousing rods was, is George here? And they went, like, cross. They say
0: cross back and forth, yeah. Mm
1: -hmm. And uh, our tour guide claimed that she's seen George three times, three or four times. Uh And I asked for clarification. I'm like, how how are you seeing him (laughs) in your mind? Are you... And she was like, No no no, I'm seeing like the the apparition. Like I saw like a shadow, Shadow. like a silhouette in person. And so we were like, Oh, (laughs) that's spooky. (laughs) So, um anyway, we didn't experience anything. Really great tour. If you're in the Hartford area, Uh yeah. Uh Highly recommend it. Hartford, Connecticut, but uh that's our little mini spooky story this week. Our little adventure we went on. Yes, our little adventure. The other thing is that if you guys are not watching Encounters on Netflix... Wait,
0: what a good show.
1: What a good show. Highly recommend this show. Um, it's
0: all first-hand experiences from people all over the world, uh-huh. uh, and they like really go in-depth on each story.
1: About UFO and alien encounters. Exactly. And they're some of the most well-recorded, well-witnessed accounts and stories. The Aerial mm-hmm. School, which is one of my favorites, is in there. Um, there's a couple that I... I hadn't heard of prior to this show or I've just seen the footage but didn't know all the details so it's really good if you're into that it's on Netflix we're really enjoying it yeah check it out finally it's October and if you guys are into the spooky season check out sundown 96.6 that's my scary paranormal radio station we stream scary paranormal stuff 24 7 And you can check it out on our website at sundown966.com, and we have a free app that you can download for uninterrupted listening. So anyway, let's jump into this week's episode. It's time for the listener's story. This week's listener story comes from Jonathan Dodd. Jonathan is an incredible illustrator and I'm a huge fan of his art. I invited him to share his story on our podcast because I just knew that he'd have something cool to tell us so this is his story you can also check out all of his art at Jonathan Dodd underscore draws on Instagram and also shout out to Moth Boys who are on Sundown and in this story as well.
2: Hey Caitlin. Uh, it's Jonathan Dodd here. Um, I had kind of a weird experience uh, last month up in western New York that I thought you might want to hear about. Uh, as the story goes, um, I was up you know, in western New York with uh, my buddies uh, Matt and Mike of the Moth Boys podcast. Um, they put together a book called The White Monsters of Sherman, New York, and I actually illustrated it. So I was up there with them. The town of Sherman was actually celebrating their bicentennial, and um, we had a table at their uh, celebration. We were selling books and talking to the locals about all the weird experiences and things that they've had. It was a really good event. Um, But after the event, we decided that we wanted to go to the location of where the white monsters were sighted back in the 60s. All the sightings of the white monsters were sort of centric to this one swamp area. You know, back in the 1960s, Uh, A bunch of people in the town of Sherman um, witnessed these, what they basically described as large albino ground sloths, um, sort of like a mylodon, and we decided to go out to the swamp area to see if we could find one. So there were five of us that went out there, Uh, it was me, Mike, and Matt, and Matt's fiancé, Kate, and also Mike's friend, Matt Morse we all grabbed our headlamps and flashlights and we headed off into the swamp. Now the swamp has a railroad that goes right through it and they've since turned these abandoned railroads into walking trails for people. And so we had a a nice straight path that uh, we were walking through the swamp and the first weird thing that happened was we heard this really strange fluttering noise off to our left uh, we couldn't see through the bushes, but what it sounded like was, you know, like a million birds taking off out of the water. And what was really strange about it was we didn't see any birds at all. We, I mean, we had our flashlights up looking, and we didn't see anything. And we just heard this constant fluttering noise. It was really, really strange. So we continued through the swamp. Uh, we got about a mile and a half in before we decided to turn around and call it quits for the night. But uh, on the way back, we stopped at this one area where it was very clear. You could see you know, the mountain and the swamp and uh, the night sky. And uh, Mothboy Matt first called attention to this uh, very bright, what we thought was a star. Um, but it was hanging very low above the mountaintop there. And we just sat there and watched it for a little bit and we started to realize that it was moving up very, very slow. At first we thought it may be our eyes just playing tricks on us, but we stopped and kind of locked onto a star next to it, and you could definitely tell that it was moving very slowly up. Something really strange about it was when everybody had called attention to it, it started moving faster. It went up, 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 and stopped, and then it blinked out. It just totally went out. So we were all just standing there kind of in awe and we realized that behind where the light went out we could start seeing blinking lights and they were coming towards us. So we were all like, oh my gosh, what is going to happen next? And we see it fly over us, completely silent, heard absolutely nothing. But you could see uh, whatever this was, was darker than the night sky behind it and it was a perfect diamond shape with four lights on the bottom in each corner of the diamond. And the lights were blinking in a pattern. The three in the front were blinking and then the tail light would blink. Um, The three on the front were red lights and the one on the back was either a white or like a very bright green. Um, And it was, I mean, it was so weird because it was flying right over us but we heard absolutely nothing and so that one flies off over the mountain, out of sight. Uh, we see a couple other blinking, flashing lights in the sky. But then we, our attention is all drawn back to the first mountain, because it was back, the, that same light. It was a little bit lower in the sky this time, but it was the same bright light right there. And Mothboy Matt said, hey, everybody look. And when everybody looked, it just blinked out. Like, uh oh, I've been seen again. Like it was so strange. the the whole The whole thing felt very interactive and very strange. Um, a couple other like smaller things happened. We saw a couple lights in the sky that looked like they were trying to camouflage themselves as constellations, um, which was kind of strange as well. But yeah, it was just a, a really wild night out in the swamp, and I will never ever forget it. When
0: the night falls. When the shadows become deep and black, the silent pall of evil settles on the earth. Who dares to search? Who dares to see what walks in the night? If you dare, welcome to...
1: Sundown
2: 96.6 (laughs) Avenue.
1: Visit sundown966.com for more details and merch.
0: seen the group chat and doing it again tonight Huh?
1: no please it's my mum's remembrance day i just want to forget about it, huh? Huh? Do it, do it, do it.
0: <laughs> who's up i'll do it hey! <laughs> cannot go for more than 90 seconds am i clear what happens after 90 seconds <laughs> <laughs> Don't want to stay. Light the candle to open the door, blow it out to close it. Put your hand on it. Now say, Talk to me. Talk to me. What did the hand feel like? It felt amazing. I could see and feel everything on the other side. So my mom, she was trying to reach out. I'm here. Yeah. been saying stuff. You mean saying stuff? What if we open the door, but we didn't shut it?
2: Oh my God! They followed us.
1: I like you. They're
2: not gonna stop. No, never no, gonna stop. <laughs>
1: Let's talk about Talk To Me.
0: <laughs> I did not like that movie.
1: <laughs> so, <laughs> so last week's movie club pick was Talk To Me from 2023. Right. And you didn't like it. I didn't like it.
0: Yeah, it was, I don't know. It was just like, how do I describe it? I've been waiting to talk about this too. Um, it was just like very, it just didn't give me a good feeling. That's all I'm going to say.
1: Yeah. I didn't even want to honestly add that trailer to this episode because it just gave me such a bad vibe the whole movie and without, like... Okay, we always say not every movie is for every person. So if you enjoyed this movie, that is totally cool because it got amazing reviews. And I was I, I put stake in that it had great reviews because I had never seen it. So also, I'm very sorry if you didn't like it and it was too violent. I didn't realize how violent Ugh. it would be. Be yeah. until we were watching it, and I was like, "Oh my gosh, I feel like I should have warned everybody," but I didn't know. Yeah, so, no, I've
0: known the trailer did not uh, kind of get at how violent
1: it was. Yes, so this is an A 24 movie too. Mm-hmm. I love A 24 four the the
0: uh, production company.
1: Production company. My brain just not play. <laughs> I love them. I really, really had super high hopes for this movie, but I felt like it was sort of an empty movie. Yeah. And I know that people disagree with that, um, based purely on the reviews too. Mm-hmm. But I just felt like they didn't give us enough.
0: No, I would have loved a more background story on this hand. I yes, feel like yeah. the opening scene with that kid—we kind of know what that was all about. He got, he did it for t- more than ninety seconds. He went mad, and I don't know. I feel like how like the original like the origin story of the hand would have been
1: yeah, very like, helpful. Yeah, I personally, if I'm gonna watch a scary movie, I guess, and granted, I'm not in, I'm particularly not into, like, slasher violent ones, so, again, this movie was just not for me anyway. Yeah, same But if her. I'm gonna watch a movie like that, I really would love to know, like, okay, so we're into the lore of things and stuff, right? So I, I wanna know, like, where did this hand come from? Like, I wish she had gone to a library or something, yeah. and they had found something about the hand, and I guess maybe they were going for if we don't tell the audience, you come up with something even scarier than maybe sure, something they could have even total, told you.
0: Total creative direction, for sure.
1: Yeah. And like it's shot really well, the acting's really good, but she's not a good friend. <laughs> she's like just not a good friend to this girl and her family. <laughs> That's right. The main character, I forget her name, but mm-hmm. she's just not a good friend, the one who lost her mom. Um out the gate she's not a good friend. That's never right. mind when she's like possessed and everything. Uh-huh. Uh We feel bad for the little kid. Mm -hmm. Um, I guess he ends up being fine, so that's good. Right. But...
0: And what about the two people who are, like, going around to parties and, like, kind of hosting this experience? I
1: know. Yeah. Okay. They were weird. And also, like, they really didn't... I read this, that it was a viral... It's supposed to be, like, a viral challenge. Right. And the kids are into it. But I feel like if I hadn't read that, I wouldn't have totally gotten that from the movie. Like... They kept looking at their phones being like, "Do you think this is real? Do you think this is real?" But I didn't realize that they were like talking about the hand necessarily. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Except for the fact that I had read that in an article because um Yeah. So basically the hand is supposed to be like like that one chip challenge like the hot or chip challenge, yeah, yeah, like you know, silly challenge the ice bucket challenge or whatever. Sure. Like uh an online challenge that it's people like a trend. do. It's like a trend. And so um the fact that they get so into it too it's like I, it was not totally believable to me because it's like teenagers do dumb things and Oh yeah, people do dumb things sure. sometimes but the fact that everybody was like oh we're just seeing spirits <laughs> and they were like getting possessed by it and like laughing about it uh-huh. and there there was only one I feel like the friend who was like this is kind of messed up you yeah. know but everybody else was into it um it's unrealistic to me I feel like I mean people can be silly and teenagers can be dumb but are they that dumb you know
0: right because you're i think that they very well know that they're like inviting these spirits into their bodies to like possess them for less than 90 seconds yeah and you see it they see it over and over and over and over again why would you want to be a a part of And it's
1: like scary it's like the person like is choking or like i don't know the whole thing was like just not really um my cup of tea, and
0: I always appreciate films that that can portray some horrible thing without showing it. I feel like that's more yeah. of a skill. It's more, um, it takes more uh, effort to really portray something without showing it. Yeah, just the fact that like with his head, like everything that they Ugh. did just like um, gruesome. it was. I feel well, like very necessary.
1: Now that I'm saying this out loud, it was an A24 movie. Hereditary is also an A24 movie and they have some... Mm. And I know that there are horror people out there who love Hereditary. That is one of my least favorite movies I've ever watched. And it is a very gruesome like this movie, actually. So now that yeah. I'm saying it out loud, maybe that's just their, their style. style or something. That makes make sense. Um, I just wish there had been more... Story to it. Mm-hmm. the The only redeeming factor to me was how it ends. Right. Spoiler alert! Yeah. But how she dies and then becomes sort of the hand, basically, right.
0: or she's like a spirit in the world that the hand can connect yeah. to. Yeah,
1: that was cool. It now was a little if we... bit
0: redeeming, yeah, because it was essentially she sacrificed herself. She had the conversation with her mother. I guess.
1: But remember, we were like, did her friend push her into the road and kill her instead of killing the brother? Or did she sacrifice herself or not? I wasn't sure on
0: that. Yeah, it wasn't really that clear. I just assumed. Maybe they left that a little bit open to interpretation, too.
1: Mm Mm-hmm. I mean... Like, just don't hang out with bad friends, guys. (laughs) Like, and don't go to parties where people are trying to get possessed. Like, if I can give you any advice, it's like, just, like, watch who you're hanging out with. That's it. You are the company you keep, you know what I mean? That
0: is so right.
1: uh, And you didn't even feel bad for the... I mean, I didn't feel bad for the main girl because she was such a bad friend that you're like... uh, Mm -hmm. Like, you're supposed to be connected, I think, to her mom's story. Uh And you kind of are, but she's so, like... Selfish, and then she gets the the brother, the young brother, to do the hand, and that's what causes him to be hospitalized. And uh, you're like, oh, you're just kind of a bad friend, though.
0: Seriously, wait yeah. on that. On that, what about the mom? <laughs> I love the mom.
1: Oh, love the mom. Mama's the best character she in the was whole like
0: movie. The, she was awesome. Oh yeah, she was so like in touch with everything. Yeah, she's so,
1: like, <laughs> yeah, she like you're sneaking out, yeah, you're doing, you doing drugs. Doing? Yeah, the mom <laughs> was the best character. She
0: was great. Yeah, she's a little comic, really, for sure.
1: Yeah, she was a great like. I feel like since Get Out, having that friend or that random character who's, like, a good comedic relief. I mean, I'm sure it happened before Get Out, but that's always the movie that I think of. Yeah. That nailed it so well with the friend that he calls all the time. Oh, my gosh, yeah. And that's how, like, this mom was in this movie to me. (laughs) Every time she came on screen, I was like, we'll have a good laugh. Yeah, totally. It'll be a little lighter, but Uh anyway, not my favorite movie. It wasn't mine
0: either. It got great reviews, and that just goes... I feel like the show, we obviously you can't really trust critics, you know, yeah. for better or for worse.
1: And not every movie's for everyone, so if you loved it, I'm so happy that you watched it and that I recommended it, and if it freaked you out, I'm sorry. <laughs> um, this week's movie club pick is The Mothman Prophecies from 2002. I've never seen this movie. It's a classic. It's not nearly as scary, from what I understand, as this movie um, so you can definitely watch it My Aunt Barbara was like You gotta tell me how scary these movies are <laughs> She's like put it on a rating system The B is for Barbara And then 5 is for the scariest And 1 is for the least scary <laughs> And Talk to Me was definitely a B5 Maybe even a B6 Yeah, B6, B10 But um, I think Mothman Prophecies will be like B1, B2 sure. Like I don't think it's that, that freaky I think it's more just about Mothman so.
0: Looking forward to it
1: that is our movie club pick for this week, Mothman from 2000 Mothman Prophecies from 2002. This week's scary story. This week's scary story is about a 250 page report allegedly written by the CIA. This was sent to me, this story was sent to me by our listener, Derek. And he sent this to me, and I was like, this is a little crazy. This story's a little crazy. (laughs) And then when you search it, the first thing that comes up is actually the CIA document of this event.
0: No way. Through
1: a government website. What? So you guys can, if you search this incident, you can see the actual CIA report. Oh my gosh, that's wild. So then I was like, okay, Derek, maybe I'll read this a little more. And so I did, and I want to share it with you guys. Let's hear it. These original reports collected by KGB agents in the late 1980s were later covered up by Ukrainian media and documented in a classified intelligence file in 1993. The report suggests that a saucer-shaped spacecraft flew low above a Russian army unit during routine training exercises. Then a member of the unit fired a surface-to-air missile, hitting the UFO, and it crashed nearby. Five humanoid creatures, short in stature with large heads and black eyes, emerged from the wreckage. The surviving soldiers testified that the aliens merged into a single object after exiting the spaceship. The object then transformed into a spherical shape emitting a rapid humming sound. Suddenly, it disintegrated into a brilliant white powder, rapidly expanding in size until it exploded into a blinding light. At that moment, all 23 soldiers watching the phenomenon turned into stone pillars. These astonishing claims were made by two soldiers who managed to survive the incident due to partial protection from the ensuing explosion, according to the report. The KGB report stated that both the remains of the UFO and the petrified soldiers were transported to a top-secret research facility near Moscow, leaving their fate unclear. The document further revealed that several unidentified objects colored red, green, and yellow were sighted flying over various bases in Antarctica. In 1991, the last Soviet Union president, Gorbachev, ordered the destruction of these documents, but they somehow ended up in the hands of the CIA. Recordings from the documents capture Gorbachev affirming that the report unequivocally proves the existence of extraterrestrial beings and that they should be taken very seriously. As per the report's claims, experts speculate that the energy emitted by the aliens could have caused a transformation in the soldiers' organic structure, rendering their molecules indistinguishable from stone. Despite the sensational nature of these events, skeptics remain unconvinced about the authenticity of the claims.
0: That is one of the craziest things (laughs) I've ever heard. Right? And this was not that long ago.
1: So Nick hasn't heard this story. No,
0: this is my mind is like, I'm kind of speechless. This is crazy.
1: No, I know. And it's like, if you search this, the CIA document is the first result on Google. What? So it's not like, this is a document. Whether it happened or didn't happen in Russia is a whole other thing. But this is a CIA report. Why? I know. And so I watched this video. That's where I pulled a clip from. It's by, I think, um, Science Channel, I want to say. But if you search on YouTube, you'll you'll find it. Um, That's where I pulled the clip from in the beginning. But I watched the full video. And some experts think, like, maybe Russia was experimenting with different weapons. And, like, top secret weapons. And maybe whatever these soldiers... Maybe they did see this. Maybe this did happen. But it was a Russian, like top secret chemical weapon or sure. uh, some something they were messing with. Although, like, I feel like if they had that technology, we would like, they'd be using it. Like, we would know about it.
0: Well, if they were using it and people were just turning into stone,
1: yeah, you never know Yeah, up in it. Siberia or something, <laughs> like, you know.
0: Yeah. Um, what in the world?
1: That seems to be, like, one of the bigger theories is that Russia was just kind of experimenting and testing and that these people did see something crazy but uh russia isn't being fully truthful about what it was and
0: they don't and they're kind
1: of using aliens to cover it up
0: sure and they've definitely covered things up in their past history
1: yeah so um and especially sharing documents with adversaries like i don't think they would document if they were doing something uh, really top secret I'm not sure that they would even have like files on it per se so um,
0: yeah that's just maybe they would. I don't know what's,
1: I know it's kinda like,
0: like super this what's kinda like really kind of getting me is that it wasn't that long ago
1: it like, wasn't that long ago yeah I did read one report that said it happened in the 1950s but
0: maybe that was another like and this yeah, was a more advanced this, I
1: mean, it seemed like generally it was the 1980s like wow. wherever I read so um, wild
0: I've never heard this before this is crazy
1: I know. It's a really, I've never heard it either, actually. And it's so crazy how many like accounts of UFOs and aliens there are. Like watching this encounter <laughs> show, we're just like, oh yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. That's another one that happened. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of, still nobody has sent me a video like proving that the phenomenon that I posted was satellites. I would like to see a video. I know. I'm I... still weirded out by that. It was weird. It was weird. But, and if you don't know what I'm talking about, it's a couple episodes back. Um, but yeah so I, I just thought that was an interesting story to share I've never heard it uh, it's pretty fantastical
0: if anyone makes it through the entire 250 page report you have to let us know your findings
1: yeah I'm sure somebody has Oh, I'm sure cer- there are plenty of people point. if you're listening to this podcast please let us know but otherwise be sure to watch The Mothman Prophecies from 2002 before next week's episode
0: and we'll see you next week
1: we'll see you guys next week A A sundown 96.6 FM production.